and gentlemen to the 25th episode of the Valorant Show. I'm your host, Taylor Reflections Noble, joined by Troy Tuttle, a.k.a. Too Loud. We're ready. Hey, it feels good to be back with all of you guys. Troy, you're rocking the Team Liquid today. What's up? What's the occasion? Uh, you know, I like the, I like the swag. I like it a lot. Um, you I know. like it too. I, I actually want one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous. Team Liquid is like my favorite organization. Funny enough, they're not my favorite team in a lot of esports, but they're my favorite org for some reason. Yeah. Um, I had obviously a lot of fun following those guys around the Fortnite scene. Won't talk too much about that because I know how much people in here hate it. Uh, but um, had a lot of fun with those guys and, and know, got, to go, got to know a lot of them. So I got some, got some free swag, you know? So yeah, I'm sporting it today. But uh, man, I tell you what, I'm ready to like play some more Valorant. I've been diving in really hard the past week and a half and uh man i've been enjoying the heck out of it and so i'm excited not only to play some more valorant but also to talk about some more valorant with you guys here today so taylor without further ado let's jump into ask the agents ah so much learned this day a victory on many fronts so taylor this is your favorite part of the show every every week absolutely you absolutely. always get super excited when you're reading these comments you're putting them in here i don't read them before we get to the show so it's always fun and comical uh and you know if only they could hear all the you know outtakes of our show uh together it would probably be a <laughs> funny thing uh but uh we'll go yeah. ahead and, and and try to get through this as best as we can I kind of want you to take the first one because I know you'll mess up the name, but you know what? I'm going to take it. Comes from Shader. He says, consistency. Thanks for the show, guys. They got me through my work days sometimes. I love thinking about playing Valorant with my friends, and then I start playing, and I hate it. I feel like I'm so inconsistent. Some games I will hit every shot, and then the next game I'll go 14 and uh, 4 and 14. I think it's just a confidence thing. My friend has the same problem. Any ways I can improve this other than trying to act like I'm the best player in the lobby because that's all I can really think of. Hey, look, sometimes if you stretch your stuff, you'll end up being ahead, but sometimes it's just not enough. So check this out. Inconsistency. It's it's a very real thing, okay? And I think everybody can suffer suffer from it from time to time. Now, I will say this. It highly depends on who you're playing with. If you're playing by yourself, you may have a lower MMR. Now, I don't know if public games have MMR. I think they have at least a, maybe like a slight MMR, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but don't count on that. So, But the thing is, what I'm getting at, though, if you're playing by yourself, you might be playing against people of equal or maybe even lesser skill than you, and especially competitive, right? But if you start playing with your friends and they have a higher MMR, or maybe they are used to, or maybe they're just better players in general, right? And that's not a dig at you at all, Shader. But let's say they're a better player. They might be dragging in harder and more difficult opponents, and that's why you might be seeing some inconsistencies. Now, I will say this. Um, try to lock in a play style that works for you, okay? So what I mean by that is... Don't be super aggressive one round and then super passive the next and then super aggressive for the next three and then super passive for the next five, right? You want to find a nice balance in between, uh, you know, aggression as well as passiveness and try and formulate your strategies and your plans from that, okay? And also find out what agent works best for you and try to main that agent because, of course, if you main the agent, you're then going to find out how that agent is played and if you can do so, 
then you can start formulating a play style from that. So if you're raised, hey, you like to be aggressive, go for it. If you're more of a cypher, you like to be passive because you know if you die, your tripwires, your camera isn't going to be as useful for that intel, then play more passive. Overall, find your play style and find out who you are. And I know that's deep. I'm not trying to be Buddha here, but all I'm saying is just try to find some level of consistency in your own gameplay okay so that's my best advice for you but shader you got this and i'm glad you're a listener and i'm very very happy that we can get you through your work days yeah absolutely first off thank you so much for listening shader we do appreciate it and for writing in uh so that we could actually talk about what you have to ask and what you have to bring so thank you so much for being part of the community i will say here though taylor one of the things that i am finding uh to provide me the most consistency in my gameplay is actually warming up and i don't mean like going for me it's not going into you know into practice mode and just warming up for 20 30 minutes i'm talking about like after i play like two or three games i really start to feel it a lot more and i start to get into it and i think this game's really tough to jump on and play a game or two and feel it like is. and feel like you're in in the momentum right and that you you're Unless locked it's spike in. rush right unless it's spike rush but like I just feel like it takes a little bit to get in and two, three games might be too much. It might be like, you know, a couple spike rushes and then an unrated and then I'm really starting to feel it. But it, it, it's definitely not the type of game I feel like you can get on and just, you know, play a game and be on point. Um, you know, the guys that we see play all the time, the pros, they're playing consistently every day, hours and hours and hours to get their shots down. Right. And we still right. see them miss shots and do things. Right. And so. Uh, I just think it's 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 repetition. Um, I think this game is tough, and we we've heard it for multiple weeks in a row. It's tough to play by yourself. It's tough to be in solos. It is. Um, yeah. And so I think in order to be consistent, I think the other thing you need is consistent players you play with because figure out in this game how people play and adapting to their play style and working together on your play styles is very important. And and I think there are definitely some people that can get to those higher tiers. You know. Um, in their in their rankings going through solos but i think they're very far and few between because i think you actually need a really good team uh in order to like actually get up the ranks or at least players that have experience with teams and playing as teams as you get higher in the ranks so it, it's mean, it's partially you well and i think it's partially uh shader i think it's also like probably the predicament in which you're being put in when you play um yeah. and and you know being surrounded by new players and new styles all the time. And not everybody clicks together. Not everybody's playstyle plays together. And when you're jumping in solo queues, that's a really tough thing. But again, Shader, hey, we hope you helped you. At least, you know, hey, like I said, just have fun. That's that's the biggest takeaway from it. But second one comes in from Augusta Trains. Troy, Doo -doo. take it away. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Augusta Trains in the house. He said, I do still play Viper in four mans, but when it comes to solos, I don't. Y'all made me enjoy the game more. Those were some GGs. Currently working on getting Sky. I am curious on what other characters they can add. There's virtually all utility in the game. Still loving the show. P.S. The whole no team in I was the opposite of there's no I in team. Because Solos isn't a team game. Okay, that's a super tongue-tied twister thing you just said there. Uh, but, uh, yes, you are correct. Um, but, yeah... Uh, you you have played some four mans with us, uh, and you have played some Viper and done great, actually. I mean, I've I've actually enjoyed uh, you jumping in as well, man. So we we appreciate the games. Um, what other characters? What other things that can they do? I mean, 
for me personally, um, I think when you look at Sky, it really opens up the ability for them to do anything. I mean, she turns into a sure. freaking wolf. Um, she has birds that well, fly out of her hand. Great too. You know her what I mean? Her healing is fantastic. Her healing yeah. is good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that uh, all in all, um, I don't. I think the sky's the limit. No pun intended, because we just saw Sky turn into. Yeah. A, you know, basically, I I never thought that would happen. Did you? Yeah. No, I, I didn't think so. I like it. I, you know, like I said, Sky is great. I think Viper, if you still play Viper, Magusta, you know, fantastic. You're a great Viper player. I'm not going to lie. You know, we've been playing together uh, and you know how to use it uh, very well. So keep playing Viper. I'm impressed. I think she's only going to get better from here. Genuinely. I do feel in the future, there's going to be some buffs coming her way. Uh, but if you're learning Sky, I think the, <laughs> hold up, let me backtrack. Check it out, man. If you're going to be learning Sky, and this goes for any of you guys out there, don't be like Troy. Troy flashes. Oh, and my I gosh. And I mean absolutely blind you. Every single. No. no every not si- every you single. have three of them, Troy. You have three flashes. This is the guy who used to blind his whole team when he first you started playing Breach the all the time. To flash your okay, team look, three I just times. started playing her. Okay. I just started you playing her. You are terrible her. with Sky. I'm going to be honest with you. Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry, but he's just bad with Sky. You know what? Look, when you were Breach, when you first started Breach, you were you were great. You were flashing us all the time. You you can't deny I, I it. I refuse to believe that. No, you can't deny that was a real thing. It was a joke about you flashing us all the time. No, look, all right. You know what? But the thing is, no, no. If there's you no want thing to play here. Sky appropriately, no. The, the thing, if you want to play Sky appropriately, don't flash your teammates. That is true. Yeah. If you if you do it once, don't do it all three times. The, well, the hard thing is, is that uh, especially with Sky is, and I think this is actually where her skill gap comes in is really being aware of where the flash indicates because it is very yes. powerful, right? It is very very powerful, and um, it you know it can flash you for a long time if it's close to you. Um, if it's up in the air and you're not even looking at it, it can still flash you. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you have to be very careful. I, I'm learning with her that you got to control those flashes to kind of fly up and down uh, below things or around corners and away from your team before you you flash it. Uh, because mm. if it's anywhere in the open space, I'm telling you, it will affect your team. And uh, it's not a fun experience. I get it. Uh, but I'm trying to get better with Sky. Well, let me say yes, this, but... Troy, in your defense, I think Sky is actually an agent that right now has probably the biggest skill gap out of every agent that we currently have. I think she is going to be one of the hardest agents to master. I think 100%. I think we're going to see some tweaks to her. I think um, you're definitely going to see some changes to her flash. I think you're you already see the pros kind of talking about it um, the way and, and I didn't even like actually know people were complaining about this, but then I turned into Hiko's stream uh, this past weekend as well as he was warming up for the event on Sunday. And he was actually talking in his stream about like uh, how, you know, the, the, the time to swap to your weapon after the flash is, is so long. Um, it's way longer than if you throw a curveball for Phoenix. Um, I don't know that. I don't know the exact time. I haven't timed it myself, but it does. It always feels like with the flash, it is, it is they are already coming out of the flash mode by the time you get your gun in around the corner. So you don't have as much time um to really in- engage in the battle. Now, maybe that's more because they're trying to push it as uh more intel than actually an ability to push with, um which is very interesting. 
but I think, you know, that you start to see tweaks like that and maybe they even make the time longer if they're trying to push more of that, you know, uh, ability to use her more as a uh, Intel, right? And sure. use, use, that, use that as more of an Intel instead of, uh, you know, just being able to flash a team and push. So it, it is interesting. I think we'll, we'll see some changes from her, but she's a challenging character for sure. Um, and mm. I do agree with you. As of right now, she probably is the most challenging. I still think Jet is actually great jet players are hard to come by they're good that's fair that is fair but i still think that great jet players are hard to come by there's a lot of good ones but great ones are are tough to see and and them you really use the float ability really well um and all those kind you know the kind of the 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 unique things that they're able to do that's fair that's fair well hey check it out magusta trains appreciate you uh writing in obviously we want to play with you some more so uh make sure you get those games in because we've really been enjoying it hey take the next one troy take the next one all right, the next one is Earthy Cheese's Mom. So Earthy Cheese's Mom says, Cool, I love the pod, this podcast. I am new to Valorant, and I'm not really good. But listening to this podcast makes me feel good about myself. Uh, add me if you guys want to. Nuber Tigger NA1. What's up, Nuber Tigger NA1? Yeah, man, absolutely. Shoot us over uh, a request. I'd love to play with you as well. We love to play with you guys if you're listening to the show. Uh, feel free to hit us up. Uh, too loud. Hashtag 2121 is mine. The number two in front. Uh, but uh, we love playing with you guys if you get a chance. Glad you found the podcast here, Earthy Cheese's Mom. It's the craziest name ever. Well, not really. <laughs> we've had some pretty crazy ones. But uh, yeah, we've had some I, crazy. I love new listeners. I don't know about you, Taylor, but I love having new listeners. Well, I like new listeners and I like new players. So this is the thing. We, we've got a nice little rotation now of, uh, of people that we continually play with, right? So I really enjoy that. So, hey, for uh, for you, Earthy Cheeses Mom, or call you uh, Nuber Tigger hashtag NA1, we'd love to play with you, get you in the rotation. And look, check this out. We're really happy that we can, uh, you know, make you feel really, or, you know, at least make you feel good about yourself whenever it comes to the show. And I think that's what we, we kind of always try to do. Hey, it's great to have you. And uh, let's move on to our next one, Ray best valorant podcast hey guys did you know that i'm the lorax i actually did not know you were the lord so this is right this is ray who's been writing in this whole time so the lorax hey lorax is a beast just want to say yeah quick question he says quick question do you think a funny team comp would be phoenix reyna breach sky and omen well first and foremost flashes galore oh my lord uh because you got got the flash with 11 flashes Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is actually insane. Uh, you got you got your smokes in there too, uh, with with Omen. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That that's a pretty crazy comp. Dude, Just blinds, because that is flashes, a lot of flashes. Yeah, yeah. The blinds the from Omen would be able flashes, to see all game, bro. Bro, <laughs> you know. that would be nuts. I agree. That would be a crazy one, Lorax. We should try that sometime. Uh, you know me, Phoenix is in there, so I'm down. Uh, and I know once you get Sky, you'll be a beast at her. So I, I'm excited. But we'll excited. get we'll get Magus to train for Sky. That's true. Since he's been learning Sky, so we'll get him, and and then I'll play Breach. Obviously, Nuber Tigger will play. I have the pick of of Reyna or Omen. Uh you know I do. I know we'll, Lorax can play some Omen, so we might let him. Okay, play that's some true. Omen. That is very true. So then, okay, we'll we'll give Reyna over to uh, Nuber Tigger. Then check it out. Eleven flashes. Yeah, that would be. I, crazy. I will say this: you may not win, but you're for sure gonna trigger the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so mad, bro. That would be so mad. It would be even better if it was uh, all flashes and shotguns. <laughs> we'll see. Shorties and judges all the way. Yeah, we'll and see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, go ahead, Taylor. Next one. 
All right, poll comes in. I messed up. Love these guys. Accidentally gave them a two-star rating. Hey, no worries, poll. Uh, hey, we appreciate you coming back and giving us a five-star. And uh, you know what? Even if you did give us a two-star before, we still love you, poll. We appreciate you stopping by once again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, fungal Plague. He says... <laughs> I love the names, man. I'm, I'm sorry. It's Fungal Plague, Earthy Jesus Mom. I love you guys. I really do. The names are awesome. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, we, we all know that Omen is a better smoker choice than the poor old Brim. Wow, bro. All right. Wow. <laughs> I like this guy. It, it, hurt. it hurts. I'm wondering what you think is why and what they could do to Brim or Omen to balance the scale. Um, I, I think Omen's actually in a really good place right now. I really True. like, I really like uh, how balanced he is. I think his abilities fit great right now with the with the meta. Um, so I really enjoy him. Um, I enjoy watching him, playing with him. Um, but uh, yeah, my Brim is is not so much in the meta right now. Poor Brim. And and really, I, I, as I play, you know, for me, it's it's the lack of his ability to be aggressive. I think his smokes are uh, underwhelming. Um, sure. Uh, I I I don't know if like I don't know what you do. I honestly don't know if you make them bigger. I don't like if, his ult, really. Honestly, if you get more I think of them. The, the ult is kind of what what does it for me for Brim. Like the ult is cool, but it's highly situational. It's more of a spacing technique, and it really doesn't have as much of effect as you would think it does. So yeah. that, that's my biggest thing with like it, it's very like well, okay, all the tricks are bind. out of the bag, right? Like everybody well, kind of knows what to do now, right? I mean, like what you, you you're on bind. Someone goes through TP. Your sage ice walls it off, and then you you know use the ult there, and then of course they're dead. What what can you do? You throw your slows down. Maybe you got you know your nano swarm things like that, and then you throw down the. Yeah, uh, it it just takes a lot of coordination. Either way, though, I feel Brim just isn't the best of options. The smokes are great, but and and no one uses the stem really. The stem is situational. I think I think really like it. I I actually like the, the stem a great. lot. To be honest with you, like his smokes are less important to me. I actually think his stem and his molly are great, and yeah, his smokes are lacking. Um, I just think because they don't blind you. I think if like for instance, if I I think if 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 they added a blinding effect to Brim's smokes, so that if you either dropped them on somebody or if they walked through them, they were blinded. Um, for a split second as they came out, I think that would make them more powerful and useful because people wouldn't be able to push through them as much, right? And so like if the enemy was to go through them instead of your teammates, if they were blinded or like had some type of effect on them for a split second coming out, there would be that advantage, right? And it would really help seal off areas and instead of, you know, just this thing where people just kind of run through them now. Um, so I don't know. There, We'll see what they could do. Uh, I think they definitely have probably better ideas than I do. Um, so I, I can't wait because I definitely think we're going to see that rotation of they take a few uh, agents and they rework them or, you know, buff their abilities uh, pretty soon and see what happens. So, you know, could be right around the corner. Hopefully soon my brain will come back. <laughs> Hopefully so, man. I'm not going to lie that we've been having a lot of fun playing. You as a Phoenix, you're actually not bad at all as a phoenix player so it makes me excited for the future check this out guys we love all of you once again thank you so much for writing in if you didn't get featured this episode that's okay you'll have more chances on the next one uh write to us whether it's on write to us and leave a rating right uh positive negative it doesn't matter we would love to hear from you regardless uh you can do that on uh podbeam you can also do that on itunes and i believe amazon also allows you to leave comments too but hey we genuinely love hearing from you it's one of my favorite parts and uh, it really kind of uh, gets the juices flowing before the main topics but check it out hey 
Let's go ahead and move into our Run It Back, our weekly news. Yeah, let's bring it back. All right, Taylor, first one. I'm, I don't know if I'm excited about it. I don't really know what the word is. Because, see, the thing is, I like to spend money, but I like to save money. And Valorant is suddenly making me spend money again, bro. Like, we talked about the Reaver skin pack. I said I wasn't going to buy anything. I went and freaking bought the Vandal. And then I upgraded to black because I tried yours. And it was so cool with the black and the red glow. And I was like, I got to have this. And then now I really want that operator, although I don't even use the op very much. And then here we go with the Ion skin pack. And we know... As I think you you said one of the comments read, if they made a freaking movie about it, you know it's going to be pricey. And the reality is, it probably will be. I expect it to be up there with the Elder Flame pack, you know, as far as uh, what it can do. It looks sexy, bro. Like, this pack looks amazing. Sleek, white, futuristic. Uh, just really awesome. I can't wait to get my hands on it. But the video they released this week hyped me up extensively for it um what was your first take did you see the video are you do you even know what i'm talking about taylor no i no i absolutely do so check this out love that it's white i I think the white is super super clean and i don't know what's what is that energy thing in the middle that they have i I don't know but it looks awesome i don't know what that I don't know what, so this is the thing, right? We've talked about it uh, for several podcasts now, the the theme of Valorant, kind of the storylines and how the universe kind of develops. And I'm curious, because I think, come on, everything has a purpose in the game. Well, it looks like it's like a a charger, like almost like a... A charger, but like, where does, so this is my thing. Where does the energy come from? Like, what is that actual machine? Because now I'm very curious in in the Valorant universe... Where does that kind of sit and what role does that play? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too far into it, but I do like it. The op skin is beautiful. And I do believe that's a phantom skin as well that they have. Uh, it is a phantom, a sheriff, a, sheriff a bucky, an operator, and of course your knife. And then you have everything the, you want. Yep. Everything you want. The ion I mean, player card, the, the spray, and the gun buddy. So all the skins you want. And so this pack is probably going to sell more so than any other pack in, in the past. Okay. Because even the last pack, the, the Guardian, or the, excuse me, the Reaver skin, the kind of updated Reaver skins. Oh, yeah. They got great. a Phantom, right? The number yep. one, basically yep. what, what's probably the hottest right now. Let's just right. say. Like right. Most pros are using the Phantom right now. Sheriff, which is a pistol of choice right now. A lot of people right. are, using, are using this. If they pick up a shotgun early, it's a Bucky a lot of times. Right, and you have the op skin, and the melee skin is like uh like an over the hand like the um forgot the uh the pack that we got the like Chinese pack that we got what was that um with all the Asian flair oh the the glitch pop yeah no 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 the uh, oh you know what I forget man that was really short lived it, yeah. it seems like that kind of came and went super it was fast. like the two green teeth you know and. Like oh that one the, the oni spo- the oni skins oni skins that's what they were yeah yeah um and, and so this one this knife looks like that it goes over your hand uh and it looks like a futuristic blade essentially um that you you just hold kind of like that um so it's just gonna be interesting I haven't seen all the effects like they haven't showed us all those yet what the the kill thing is but I'm excited to I'm excited to see it 
Yeah, man, it's going to be really nice. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Uh, I, I say that. Um, I didn't think I was going to buy any more. Look, but I'm piecing things out. I'm really happy with uh, with my uh, op skin Wait as till it you is. See it. Wait till you, you know, see it. You know, and that's the thing. Wait till you, But the, the, the variance is what excites me, right? Because we're only seeing the base, yeah. the base of what this has to offer. And I'm sure they're going to have plenty of variance. Um, Can I just say, though, by you, the though, way, on the Reaver skins real quick, they did a great job of revamping those. Yes, and making them even amazing. better than the beta. A hundred percent. Because the beta ones, if they came out now, they would be very, very, very underwhelming. Yep. People would buy them for the nostalgia, but they wouldn't buy them really for like the looks and how amazing I'm glad they that were. they allowed to go to the black skin just like they had the op. Because the op was the only one that did that in the beta, if you remember. It was the only one that you could mm -hmm. take at the black with the red outline. So I'm glad right. they moved that throughout the skin pack. That that was a really good move. And then obviously the finish move with the Reaver skins is awesome. You oh know, the, yeah, the black it's, it's hole great. in the it's air. Great. And, the demons come out yeah, and, and all so that stuff cool. and kind of take you down. I I do want to say though on the Ion skin, uh, I I don't like the knife. I don't like that that saber style. You know, like that Halo, you know, sword. Uh, the style knife actually, I'm not. That's probably the my least favorite item out of all, of which is I interesting. I don't, I don't like it. I really yeah. don't. I I don't I don't like. And I didn't like the Oni one either. I, I don't know. Either. It's just the movement. I, I think. It, and Nate Shot actually tweeted about this, and I think he was. You know, he said. Uh, basically, you know, just come out with more knives. Knives are going to be, you know, much more wanted and and, and needed overall uh, whenever it comes to these skin packs. Um, but I, I'm just not a fan of the of the saber. I, I think it's just like the uppercut motion that it kind of has and like the jab. I don't know. It just doesn't look cool to me. So that's that's my only gripe with this skin pack. If it was a knife, they could have made a beautiful knife out of this. Right, but they went with uh with what they went with. Who knows? Maybe maybe the, the Oni skin knife, you know, sold really well. So maybe that's kind of where they they're going with and want to make the most money. I get it. It's a nice look, but overall the pack is very nice. I'm being very nitpicky, but the pack is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and I, I you know for me as a as a you know the, the the more casual fan over here, I think that like uh, when they release these videos and stuff, it just hypes me up. It just hypes me up to want to open my pocketbook, which is just horrible. But hey. You probably got some money out of me on this one because this is looking sexy, Riot. So thank you so much for making that pack. Uh, and thank you again for bringing us another patch note update. Uh, we got 1.12, the Valorant patch. And uh, this one, Taylor, you know, not as much as we typically like to see. Yeah, uh, you know, not a lot here. I'm not going to lie, which is disappointing because I believe 1.11 still isn't as stable as they want it to be. Um, but with that being said, uh, you're not going to see any agent changes. You're not going to see any map changes. Uh, you're really not going to see much at all. So, all right, let's just get into it. So the biggest things, competitive updates, your ACK rank badges are going to be disabled in game. Now, there's some type of issue that was having, or at least... For act rank badges, they were causing performance hitch, uh, hitches in games, so they removed those. Now, you can still see them, uh, and they'll still be displayed in, like, competitive lobbies when, when you load in and stuff like that, and at the end of game screen, but not actually in-game. And uh, for some reason, I said big shout-out to Kevin. They linked his Twitter, so big shout-out to Kevin. I'm assuming he's the one working on this, and he's got a big task. Let's not forget... Um, you know, at pretty much at the beginning of Valorant's like full release, the competitive uh, director actually ended up leaving 
the scene or at least you know who was in charge of this so he left and they've had to you know kind of rebound from that so if kevin is in charge of that he's got a big undertaking so shout out to him as far as game system updates a lot of them came from the observer um little things that you'll notice uh for yeah. example observers are no longer here you know the ping audio which is good because you know that could be spammed and it's annoying for the broadcast uh improved sightline visibility and wet lit areas that's great um you know they added you know game state modifications they rolled back and fixed the team color changes from 1.11 uh, because of confusion which it was right because this is the thing what they and i believe that's coming down to the crosshairs so like red team would have red crosshairs um and then of course the other team would then have their own designated crosshairs and uh, people were just uh, a bit confused with that so you know you like to see that and as far as the show, social updates goes you know they redesigned some open and closed party toggles point is guys just a lot of quality of life updates a lot of updates to yeah observer, i but mean nothing that you're really going to notice the the observer and the social panel obviously the stars this time around which is cool but here's the biggest news taylor you didn't you might not have seen this in there. There's big news in here, though. Really big news. Everybody that's listening, here's the biggest news of this whole update, of the whole patch notes 1.12. As a heads up, it's very likely we'll skip the next patch and get back in the swing of things or around December 8th. So, hey, you're not going to see anything until December 8th. That's the biggest news to take away from this for me is, hey, guys, peace. We going on a little break. For Thanksgiving. <laughs> so that's hey, what's happening. That's They're about to go munch down some turkey with their families, which they should mm. do. They've been working their butts mm -hmm. off all year. Uh, and if anybody knows what that feels like, Taylor, you know it's me. Uh, and so uh, I understand releasing software and a product at this oh, yeah. this yeah. time of the year, you know, in this in this crazy world we've been living in, this remote world. Uh, and so I'm sure they are due for a vacation. So, hey, to the right team, I hope you guys enjoy your holiday and we will yeah. see you back or, or around December 8th. Quick question for you, man. Uh, turkey or or a ham? You know, um, I really like the fried turkey, bro. I'm, I'm all about the fried oh, turkey. Oh, do you guys fry it? Like actually like dip the whole thing yeah, and fry it? Yeah, deep fry Ooh, the whole turkey. That's dangerous, but if you do it right. Yeah, mm. it's uh, my brother got it down pat. My brother also uh, has down pat a smoked turkey. And those two things Ooh. to me are way better than any honey baked nice ham juicy. or anything else I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, you get oh, yeah. you get super juicy turkey. turkey. Yeah, yeah, you can't have dry turkey. It's got to be super juicy, and you got to yeah. go with the cranberry sauce. It's the regular that traditional. Was, I was going to ask you that next. You do cranberry, absolutely. Yeah, regular traditional cranberry, cranberry sauce, bro. Absolutely, oh, Troy. That's man. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. What's your man? favorite Thanksgiving side, Taylor? Mm, honestly uh my family makes fantastic mashed potatoes and i know that sounds super basic no, but for no. me, mashed potatoes they got what like, do they roll with like sour cream in them or is potatoes. it like a ton of butter like what's the secret to the family mashed potatoes bro because i know people that put sour to... cream in it i know people that put like you know they'll, they'll put they'll put cream cheese in their potatoes like I, i've heard so, all kinds you of you know what it, it, it's funny so a little bit of sour cream and actually a little bit of mayonnaise believe it or not i i don't know what it is but it just it kind of makes it real nice and uh you know my, my grandpa likes to make it what kind of you know like chunky if you will the other one likes to make it nice and smooth i'll take it both ways i'm i'm just a fiend for some nice mash put the see i'm from kentucky i put the corn on top of them oh yeah that's it hey hey i take the corn and dip it in the mashed potatoes <laughs> so it sticks to the yes. you know, mashed potatoes and the corn yes. stick together yeah oh Try yeah i like man. you man i didn't know i like you this yeah. much but i like you even more yeah there's this there's actually you say corn and it probably is my favorite uh dish that we eat at the holidays for my family and it is a corn uh casserole thing kind of mm. but basically it is cream cheese green chilies and corn 
And that's basically hmm. all it is. But uh, it's so it's kind of like a cream corn thing. But dude, it is so good. Um, and I can eat just a humongous plate of it. But um, yeah, I'm excited for for the holidays. And it looks like Riot is as Absolutely. well. So they're going to go enjoy it. And we're going to be here playing the crap out of Valorant while they're doing that. Oh, 100%, man. We'll check it out. Enjoy it. Like I said to the Valorant team, you said it as well. And uh, hey, hopefully you guys get some good food. But let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of things, if you will. Let's move into our featured topics. Let's go. Pay attention. I learned something. Think you can keep up? Who am I kidding? You know you can't keep up. Hey, Taylor. So a lot of people, mm. a lot of people hate that we talk about, you know, Fort. Fortnite on the show we have to we have um, to right here but we don't really have a lot of chance to get around it here so we're gonna give a valorant esports update and it just happens to so include Fortnite players imagine that previous Fortnite this players signing to a team uh which yeah. is not surprising obviously um <laughs> because it seems like everybody that didn't make it in Fortnite or couldn't make it anymore quickly came over to uh, Valorant to try to make it. Um, and that's not a, 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 a dig on anybody. That's just saying that seemed to be what happened. So uh, yeah. we also get the great things from Fortnite, like all the cheaters that cheat in Fortnite now trying to come over and do this. So yeah. here we have Ronaldo and Ziff that are so well known for cheating in Fortnite show up in Valorant. Um, that's wild. I just got to ask you, before we even talk about this, are you worried that they could be doing some cheating in this game? Is the thing once no, a cheater, always no. a cheater a thing? You know, look, first and foremost, I'm really big on second chances. And for Ziff and Ronaldo, if you guys don't know, let's go all the way back to the World Cup qualifiers. Um, and there was an area over in like tropical section where they were going to land. And basically Ziff or Ronaldo was getting fed kills. That's what was taking place. They would land and they made it look very convincing, but they were getting fed kills. And essentially, you know, the more kills you got, the more points you got, therefore bettering your chances of qualifying and moving forward to the World Cup, which guaranteed you, what, $50,000 at minimum just for being there. Which he but got. Granted, which, which, which he did, which he did. So this is the thing. This is the thing. Ziff and Ronaldo had, uh, man, I think they were like the first big team that actually got crucified, right? at the Because right now it happens quite a bit in the Fortnite scene, you know, when it comes to teaming and stuff. Yeah. But Ziff and Ronaldo got crucified by Dr. Lupo, by so much of the community. A lot more eyes like, were on it at they, the time, yeah. Oh, and, and Dr. Lupo would even criticize and, and, you know, call them out on broadcast, like literally like an official broadcast and call them out. So without question, and they, I think they were on Rise and they got dropped from Rise after that, and Rise got bad, bad you know, name from that. Of course, it's all cleared up. But Ziff and Ronaldo coming back, look, they, they had a big comeback in, in Fortnite. They cleaned up their act. They made it happen. They ended up getting picked up again. So, you know what? I'm actually okay with them being here, but the history is a storyline nonetheless. So, as a commentator, I look at that and I think, okay, redemption time, right? And this isn't the first, you know, pair or the first person to come over who has had cheating allegations in the past uh you know one of the there was a well-known csgo player that switched uh, transferred over who had uh you know he was involved in apparently match fixing and things like yeah, that bro. right but he's yeah yeah exactly and he and he has uh, essentially cleared his name okay i'm not worried about ziff and ronaldo but it's interesting they come in and i look seriously out of all teams that pittsburgh knights could have picked up i did not expect this but of course they're not the only two on this roster it takes five to tango when it comes to valorant you also have frosty coming in from the fortnite scene frosty had a very good career in fortnite now he has transferred over you might have seen frosty playing uh with moon raccoons during the uh open qualifiers but 
uh, he is in fact now coming through and uh, playing with Pittsburgh Knights. And then you also have two lesser known players, DSR and Don. Now, from what I'm hearing, DSR is an absolute beast. So he's going to be a fantastic pickup. And I got to say a good pickup because Don and DSR do not have the following, nor I, 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 I don't want to say prestige, but it's kind of along that lines of like Ziv, Ronaldo, and Frosty because they've been there. They've got a nice following uh, and maybe they commanded a little bit more money. Who do you but think is going to be the IGL of this team though? Like who's going to be the oh, IGL on this team? You know... Probably, Frosty calling the shots? I, I would say Frosty's probably going to call the shots if I had to guess, uh, just because of his, you know, competitive experience. But who knows? I mean, that's the thing. Who knows? Like, okay, when, when you think of, uh, when you think of, uh, when you think of Cloud9, right? When you think of Cloud9, um, Shinobi, you know, Shinobi is is the IGL for that roster. But then, then again, you would think Tens would be right because Tens is is such a big personality. Sometimes, you know, your following, your your engagements, and your maybe prestige in the scene doesn't necessarily, you know, make you the IGL because after all, you know, some players are just straight slayers, straight savages, and they got to go in there and get the kills, right? Yeah. So you need somebody who can see everything and disseminate that information. I think Frosty is going to be it. But for Pittsburgh Knights, though, I'm excited they're in the scene in general because. They've been around, and, and they're quickly growing their brand. They have the best Gears of War Latin American team, and the best Gears of War team in general. What do you know about uh, Gears of War, Taylor? Come on, man. I guess I don't know a lot, man, other than the fact that PK is the leading team right there with VQ. Uh, but, hey, uh, it, it's exciting. It really is. And this roster, I mean, this roster is, I mean, despite Ziff and Ronaldo and the history and all that stuff, like, I'm excited to watch them play. Yeah, I, it's always, it is exciting to see some of these guys that, they definitely have skill. Don't get me wrong. Uh, although Ziff and Ronaldo might have been had some cheating allegations against them, they were great players, and they were in the position they were because they were great players. Um, and it was before you know cheating occurred. Uh, and and so I, I think that they are probably pretty solid players as well. I haven't got to see them uh, shine in Valorant yet. Uh, I haven't got to catch them. I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye out to see what they do. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm excited. I can't wait to see where they go. But hey, speaking of going, look, we also had a very, very monumental tournament that ended up securing four players in the main event for First Strike. And of course, that was the Nerd Street X, uh, Nerd Street Gamers X Valorant First Strike in a tournament, the closed qualifiers it was uh it was a great one we kind of you know broke it down last episode kind of talked about the groups and who we expected to move forward and how everything was going to work out well it has now concluded and at the end we have envy 100 thieves renegades and sentinels who will in fact be moving forward to the first strike north american uh tournament so hey check it out or yeah so i i think it's cool you know, first and foremost, Envy, congratulations to them. They've grinded, uh, you know, together we are terrific. That was that roster. They ended up transferring over. Envy got a great pickup. They've already qualified. So the hard work is done. Now they can relax. For 100 Thieves, they had a big storyline behind them. They had some of the top name players, whether it be from CSGO, uh, obviously even in Valorant with Hiko and, and, and you know, the likes of all of them, man. That, that, that entire team was so unbelievably hyped up, man. So unbelievably hyped up. But they made it happen, Troy. They made it happen. Yeah, I mean, they came through, obviously. Uh, I think I think the most incredible thing is, like, they 2-0 TSM, bro. Mm. Like, the, I, I, would not, I would not have bet on that match 
coming in, in coming into the weekend, uh, if you would have told me, oh, TSM's not even to get one from them, mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. to me was was probably the most incredible thing. Um, but what for you, like, did you did you expect them to come in and perform this well? Well, you know, I did. Um, check this out: One Hundred Thieves handpicked there. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. Okay, let's go back to when you know Hiko joined 100 thieves as the team captain but he didn't get to pick his team right he had the four PUBG players that ended up coming in yep and you can definitely tell they were not up to par uh and hiko obviously was was clearly upset he just wasn't happy so yeah they ended up dropping them and giving hiko free reign so hiko then of course comes through and uh ends up picking up uh still right as as his first pickup he ends up coming through and he picks up uh, uh still the nitro asuna and dicey Okay, this roster on paper is terrifying, hundred percent. This roster and execution, there was a lot of questions, but they ended up making it happen. And any team that went against them struggled. See, this is the thing. There's a lot of team chemistry here. These players come from CS:GO. These players know CS:GO. They know competition, and they've also competed at one point or another with each other yeah, or against true. each other, right? So they know what's going on and uh for 100 thieves i did expect them to do very well i did if they did not do well man the 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 hammer was going to drop on hiko because it was like hey he already had a four stack roster they dropped and now he's got a hand-picked roster and they fell off this right here the fact that they qualify even if they get second place they uh you know just behind envy they still prove that hey they're here they're ready to play and uh you know all 100 thieves need to do originally was just trust in hiko yeah i i think what's really interesting is you see them they actually came through and they they had they had to beat luminosity mm-hmm. right they lost the cloud nine dropped to the losers bracket had to beat luminosity again right and then right. and then and then end up beating cloud nine then they make it they make it to, or I'm sorry, then they go into the, the playoff bracket against TSM, beat TSM, beat Sentinels, and then go to the grand finals. Now, what's really incredible right. about this is Envy takes this away, right? Envy, <laughs> if you remember right, lost in the Pop Flash tournament to the Sentinels in the grand finals, mm-hmm. 3 mm-hmm. So, for me, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting to see, like, where is the current meta and and what team really is on top because the sentinels lose to 100 thieves who gets hammered by envy but envy got hammered by sentinels just 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 like a month ago i know i know well look at how many how many changes have happened just a month ago okay look at how many changes breach didn't have three flashes a month ago now he does have three flashes like that's just what that's just one agent Okay, yep. look at how much uh, Sage has been nerfed. Okay, now Sky and Icebox still not in the rotation as of yet. Um, so that had no effect on the uh, the open qualifiers for Nerdster Gamers or the closed qualifiers. But uh, there's been a ton of patches, right? So those matches before aren't going to be the same matchups they're here now. And this is the thing Valorant is still so new that the meta is going to consistently evolve. And more importantly, the teams, the the players are going to evolve because again, because Valorant is so new, there's still so much to learn. There, I, look, check this out. I am so excited for Valorant and the future of Valorant because there's a lot of eyes on Hiko. There's a lot of eyes on you know your top players, your top teams, your top orgs. But by no means have we even scratched the surface 
as to the top players in Valorant, especially five years from now. We just haven't. Well, just a, even a year from now. I mean, there is someone out there playing right now, ranked with his buddies, that is going to be one of the best players in the world, and we don't even know his name yet. Oh, that that definitely is exciting. But like, you know, talking about where the scene currently is and what teams are on top, like we've thought TSM was up there this whole time. And now we're starting to see these open qualifiers, other teams come through. You have Cloud9, who, like I said, beat a hundred T. Like, what was it? What was it? It was a two O, I think. They two O'd a hundred T. No, no, sorry, two one to hundred T. Right? But then but then literally you have right you also have the Renegades take out Cloud9. What is happening? Like and then and and like I that's yeah. the thing to me is I thought we had an understanding of like who the top teams were. But when you get teams like Renegades come in here, and mm-hmm. not that they're not nobody, but like they're not one of the top teams we thought were in Valorant, and all of a sudden sure. take out Cloud9, who we thought was top four, top yeah, five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even looking in, re, like you said, TSM being eliminated early on. I mean, come on. In, in in the Group D bracket, no one expected the slimy Boogerman to be there. Like, That's come true. on. Who is that? So that's the thing is is we're seeing just so many upsets and things happening. But but you know what? I knew this was going to happen because yeah. this is this is no longer just an invitational. You don't you don't get your spot. You don't earn or you do earn your spot, but you don't get your spot gifted to you. It's not an invitational, right? Yep. You have to earn your spot here. And this is one of the first tournaments where you have to do that. This is the most prestigious tournament to take place as of yet, without question. And whoever wins this event, not just the open qualifiers, the close qualifiers, whoever wins their regional final, because of course it's still regional because we cannot have a world tournament. We know why, Right. Whoever wins the regional final is is undisputably going to be the best team in that region without question. Because it's been a gauntlet. You've had to go against every single team known to man. That that includes anything from the bottom of the barrel teams who are just there as a random five stack because they just wanted to compete all the way up to your top team, which right now looks to be Envy. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I, I it they they consistently are at the top. That's the one thing about Envy. Like like I said, they even though they lost the Sentinels, they were in the grand finals, right? Um, here they are. They win the grand finals, right? Where I, I I definitely think we're seeing some consistency in some teams, but it just blows my mind when we see TSM get two would uh, and and whenever you have you know Cloud Nine beating on her team, but then loses the Renegades, like it's it it is it is right now a battle out there amongst the pros and that is really exciting if you like valorant if you like pro valorant right now is a really exciting time because guess what from weekend to weekend including this coming weekend and the next weekend we are not going to we don't know what to expect no we don't i mean and this is the thing you know uh umg open qualifiers is starting tomorrow um if you're listening to this it, it actually probably would be today um, we're going to have a lot of community streamers that are going to be out there running those community streams. I encourage you to, uh, you know, go to Twitter, uh, you know, follow at UMG Gaming. We're going to be shouting them out. We're going to be making sure that you will see coverage for the open qualifier for a plethora of teams out there. So, uh, you know, hey, I would really appreciate if you guys give love and support to those guys, you know, spending their time 
and going out there and trying to just bring some coverage to you. But I like it. A lot going down and a lot more still to come. But check it out. It's time to give back. Let's go ahead and move into our tips and tricks. Save or spend. Halftime. If you saved, spend it. Don't save a thing. So Taylor, you know, this week we've been playing together a little bit. You know, we, we, we land on that team select screen you know the agent select screen as we're going in and and we've had some interesting interesting things happen uh to us over the past week one mm -hmm. in fact where i believe we had a man immediately tell us after we both locked in hey i'm going to th be throwing this game just oh FYI. my gosh he did too he's not lying he's not lying i cannot believe yeah literally we lock in and, and we can't get out, and the guy was like, hey, just so you guys know, I'm going to be throwing this game because I'm trying to derank. Mm. I'm like, brother, are you kidding me? And he did throw. Granted, what we win in overtime. We win yeah. in overtime. We stepped it up. We almost beat beat that team 4v5. We would have beat that team if we had just a, anybody who could pull their yeah, own Yeah, he was trying to knife weight. people the whole time, and all he uh, bought standing was... Standing in your line of sight. Ugh. Well, at one point, all he bought was uh, was a pistol, Sheriff. right? I was well, a he sheriff. Just buy a sheriff every round. And then, and then one round he bought an Odin. He like emptied his entire bank of equipment on the ground and just walked away. And just well, like, what made me oh mad? So also, what he would do is there would be an op on the ground, and uh, or or he would just buy an op in general, or you know get an op from just living and surviving. And at the beginning of the round, he would shoot off before even the timer would would you know the walls shoot would off all down. the bullets. He would shoot off. He would shoot off all the bullets, drop it, and then buy an Odin. Yeah, a lot of fun. So what this, a this, loser, man. This, this this made me think. Hey, are there some team? Are there agent select tips? Agent screen select tips we can give out there to help others not encounter these horrible, horrible situations. So first off. I say the first thing you need to do is say hello. Introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. Be kind. Put out some good vibes. And immediately, if you start to get the bad vibes back, I might not lock into an agent yet. You know, if they're not willing to talk about roles and who's playing what. You know, maybe not everybody's waiting, but, you know, there should be one or two guys waiting around, seeing what everybody's picked, wanting to finish out the team comp a little bit. If they're not doing that, you might want to wait, not lock in yet. You might be like Taylor, where you jump in and you always insta-lock, and then you're just <laughs> You're screwed. not taking my breach. <laughs> but you're not taking his breach, that's for sure. But, you know, I think the thing is, even if you're a group of guys, uh, if, you're, if the other guys are fighting to get, you know, agents, they want to play particular agents, which I completely understand, um, and you jump in there, just have one of, the, one of you not lock in. Yeah. I think that's a lesson yeah. me and Taylor learned. Like, if he's going to lock in the breach, I'm just going to hold on. I'm going to wait it yes. out because, dude, nothing is worse than be put in a game where you're actually playing pretty well. Me and you are playing pretty well. Um, Phenomenally. We, we sent it to overtime with one guy throwing. And, uh, you know, having to go bear through all that and then get the loss. It was it's tough. I hate it. Um, I think this weekend even showed me some of the ranking problems this game still has, which they're still addressing. And they're saying they're going to come out with a new system soon. So. You know, I, I, I can't wait for that. But, man, it sure is difficult to have somebody like that in your game and play. And so hopefully you guys will maybe slow down on that agent select screen. Give it a little time. Talk a little bit. Introduce yourself. Give out the good vibes. Don't be that guy. Don't be the guy yeah. that's like, what's up, D-bag? Like, don't do that. Um, you know, just just be cool, man. Just We're all here to have fun, play, enjoy the game. If you, want, if you don't want to, do what Taylor told this guy, man. Just sit out. Yeah. Just sit out. Yeah, that, 
and, and that right there, Troy, is is a good tip. Hey, listen to what he just said, seriously. And if you have to go back and replay, go back and replay. And I'm telling you guys, you have the power to avoid toxic teammates. It's 100% a possibility. Yeah, don't let them make you toxic. Spin. Well, no, no, and, and don't let them make you toxic, 100%. You know, you give them love back whenever they give you hate, and that's just how you're going to change them, right? Let them know that, or at least just mute them and just send them into the oblivion so they continue to talk. That's what I did to that guy because he was, like, moaning in the mic, too. He's whatever, dude. That, yeah, I did that the same. was just wild. I did the same. Hated him. Hated him. Hey, but check it out. That's your saver spin. Now it's time to give our thoughts. Let's move in to Match Point. Match Point. Let's close up shop. We know more than we did before. Let's use that. All right, so I get to start it off. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, check it out. It's very simple. Um, I'm going to be focusing on the open qualifiers to see any upsets or typical results. This is going to be important. This is the last chance. It's going to be two qualifiers. They're going to take place. Uh, excuse me. There's going to be three qualifiers, but two open qualifiers to make it into close. So 11th and 12th, right? 11th and 12th is going to be qualifier number one. And then 13th and 14th is going to be qualifier number two for the opens. And then uh, close qualifiers will then be happening the next week. So this is an important time uh, for any team out there who, you know, has any aspirations to be in the regional finals. This is going to be the last chance to make it. And that includes, you know, some some top dogs out there, TSM being one of them, right? We talked about them. So that's the thing. Uh, this is going to be a big opportunity for... Uh, I mean, really to make your money and, and kind of prove that you are the best, right? And, and prove that you're not just a team that can survive in the Invitationals, right? This is a chance to prove that you can survive against any amount of team that you play. And uh, you're not just, you know, a one-hitter quitter, if you will. So I want to be paying attention to the open qualifiers, uh, obviously the qual closed qualifiers too, but we should be discussed. We should have one more episode before the closed qualifiers to break down what happened in the open qualifiers. Well... Good. You're going to be watching a lot of Valorant, it sounds like, this weekend. A lot. A lot. I'm going to be running the uh, the the community streamers while casting Gears of War. Hey, man, my brain's going to explode, but it's it, going to be worth it at the end. Well, mine is actually Taylor, and I said a couple weeks ago I was going to do this anymore, but I'm still talking about myself. Uh, I know. I don't know how. Uh, but uh, <laughs> mine is actually around a situation I remember specifically from this weekend. And this was a game we ended up clutching up and winning. Uh, it was on split. We were up on offense, actually, quite a bit. Um, and then we went over to defense, and we're like one game. They won like maybe four rounds in a row against us, and we're like, we finally got to close this out. And I was playing on A site on split and hiding behind the wall, uh, waiting for them to make the quick push because they quit, started planting A over and over and over real quick. So I was hiding behind the wall, and they came out you know, from long down the, down the hallway right there in A, uh, pushing through and I was behind there and I saw them go underneath window and at this time I decide I'm going to try to get the headshot right just poke out and see if I can get the shot on them and take one take them out but quickly I I I, I died <laughs> instead and the whole team was there and and we lost the round and I was like man I'm not gonna let that happen again I should have utilized my utility better like I had my flashes behind that wall I should have flashed when they were pushing me and I could have, and then I could have gone around the corner and shoot instead of just step out. And so it made me like start to actually think about the moments I use my utility instead of just using my utility, but really trying to think about the moments I'm using it and how I can get in and out of different situations, 
not just on the base of like flash in, but like what other combinations, what other moves and things can I do uh, in, in those situations that I do die, right? And, and replaying those so that I don't make that same mistake again. So for me, it's really just going back to how am I utilizing my utility? Am I using it in the right moments and, and benefiting not just myself, but how else is it also benefiting or helping or maybe even hurting my team? I like it. I like it, Troy. Deep thoughts there, man. And uh, hey, we're going to make it happen. We're going to get better together. And we're going to get better with you guys, too. Don't uh, forget that. And and for Nuber, uh, Taker, hey, check this out. We're going to be sending you invites. We want to play with you much like we play with the Lorax, much like we play with Magusta Trains, a.k.a. Subbies. So we're going to get those games in, and we're all going to learn together. Don't be discouraged because you're going to get better and better every single week. Troy, what are your final words? Well, make sure if you want to talk to us, you send us an email over at thevalorantshow at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thevalorantshow. And of course, myself, Too Loud TX, and Taylor here, Reflections, all on all the socials. Go follow this man, give him the support, and uh, you know, show some love to Taylor. Taylor, man, it's, it's so fun coming here each week with you, man. I have a great time talking about Valorant. Uh, but as you always say, good things must come to an end. So take us out of here. All good things must come to an end. In fact, Troy, hey, check it out. Episode 25 is now finished, but 26 is going to be coming up next week. We would love to have you. For myself, Taylor Reflections, Noble Troy Tuttle, a.k.a. Too Loud, we'd love to have you. We hope to see you again on our next episode. Grab some water, refill those clips, and let's get back out there.